Hey, sports fans, thanks for stopping by. I'm Hosk, and despite contract disputes, I'm here for the recording tonight. I'm Jones, and I'm joining the Live Tour. I'm Kudo, and I'm an MJF fan. Let's get into sports. What are we talking about? I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Or not. Ball into the wild of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. You're an announcer with a long stick from time to time. Catch them all, Joe. You'll never hit a bigger home run in your life. It's funny to me, too. Screw up. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. On tonight's episode, we're recapping the latest from the NHL playoffs. MLB is going to have a real problem trying to market the ump show. A wild week in the world of golf with big names jumping to the live tour. And we tee up this week's RBC Canadian Open. Hosk has stuff to talk about, including LeBron becoming a billionaire, the Canadian men's soccer team taking a stand, massive sale price for the Denver Broncos, and we recap last week's WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. And to close the show off, Scrutinizer Jones may or may not put us on the grill. This is Intersports and Stuff. Well, boys, new year into... Season three? Is this season three? No? Uh, no? No. It would be one, like one really season two. One really long Start season. Start of season three, I mean. Yeah. Right? 52 weeks in a year. Yeah, we missed a couple weeks. One of, yeah, true. We're, the, we're now true, into, true. giving our tutorial on uh, podcasting 101. Yeah. We don't do seasons. We just do episodes. <laughs> That's true. We do all the seasons. Well, the golf season has begun for the Edmonton Oilers after they get swept out of the Western Conference Finals by the Colorado Avalanche. I was a little bit surprised, I thought, after uh, after what the Oilers did to the Flames. I thought, uh, you know, they'd give the Avs a series, but uh, apparently uh, riding a 40-year-old goaltender and two players isn't the formula for success in the uh, NHL playoffs, I guess. Clearly did not. <laughs> did, did you see Mike Smith? It was like every goal that went in on him was like somebody else's fault. Like he'd look at the referee. He'd look at his defenseman. He'd look at another player. It was like he never just like was like, yeah, that one was on me. But, and, uh, the OT, the OT winner, goals too. the OT winner last night, he was pointing at somebody. I don't know who he was pointing at, but he was, he was pointing at something. I didn't see the OT winner or did I see the OT winner? Was he complaining because it was a high stick? Or was they it thought the, it was a high stick? I think so. Yeah, was it a deflection that came down, hit his pad, and like the guy picked up the rebound and basically buried it into the empty yeah, net? Yeah, he picked up the rebound, walked him, and buried it into the empty net. Lekkonen, baby. I guess you could look at your defenseman and say, like, okay, maybe that's your guy, but like I don't know. I don't know what you're complaining about. Like yeah. he was complaining because compla- he thought it was a high stick. I was nowhere near high stick. Puck was going to his his glove, basically, and then the guy deflected it down. I saw something about them being the first team to lose multiple games uh, after scoring five goals or something like that. He just Ouch. couldn't. Like, it was it was an adventure. Like, even the, I think it was the second goal that Colorado scored or the third goal. He, like, he was in the corner. Went over the corner, played the puck. Plays the puck. I think it hit the referee. And then <laughs> the guy picked it up and ended up bearing on him. But I was like, man, you don't need to go to the actual physical corner to play the puck. If the puck comes somewhere behind your net, around your net, sure, go ahead. But 
You're going into the corner. They have trapezoid for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's Mike Smith. He likes to get out there and fucking touch the puck. He should be a defenseman. <laughs> Oilers probably could have used them. Well, they would need someone to play goal, though. Well, they don't have one of those. That's what you're paying Koskin in the big bucks for. <laughs> yeah. That Jack Campbell will look good in an Oilers jersey next year, I'm sure. Uh, I heard a rumor today that the Buffalo Sabres are looking at Jack Campbell. Oh, yeah. Gino yeah. was trying to trying to sell me on the Red Wings. We're going to be looking for Jack Campbell. Uh, I don't I don't know what their Red Wings contracts are with their goalies, but they do have. Well, they got Djokovic, who's not going anywhere. Grace, I'm not sure whether he's got a term left or not. That's what I mean. Like I don't know what his term is on his contract. So, don't they have Jonathan to... Bernier too? No, no. Bernier's somewhere else. Jersey. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, I, I don't see him going to Detroit. What you never know, I guess. I think Nurse was pretty hurt. You know, he played pretty that's, well considering their what they're saying. They thought he had like a like a really bad core injury was what I heard that he was going to need like yeah. surgery after the season. That's one thing about like the hockey playoffs. You got to love when they come out and they're like, uh, yeah, this guy's uh, got a uh, this injury and this guy's playing through this and this guy was playing through this. Like most of the other sports, like they get these injuries. They're like, I'm I'm not playing like I'm just going to sit on the bench and watch. And the hockey players, they'll fucking play through anything to win the Stanley Cup. Fucking Ben Simmons was like he had PTSD, couldn't play or something like that. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was, his, his back still hurt from like five years ago, and he's like, oh, I can't play. Yeah, I think, and like Leon wasn't, uh, he could barely walk at times, and then he's out there skating, like just dangling guys skating at like 100 miles an hour, like like it's nothing. Like. Like, I remember when I got gave myself, like, I had a high ankle sprain and I was playing pickup hockey with you got you clowns in St. Catharines. <laughs> and I got my ankle taped the one time. And I, I think I lasted, like, three minutes in the game. Like, I played three minutes, and I think then Gindon came in and played the rest of the game for me. Like, I couldn't play. Like, I can't do this. Like, my, mind you, like, I think, well, I wouldn't put more stress on my ankle because I'm not playing in the National Hockey League, but I think the position of goalie would put more stress on the ankle than a forward. But, like, I don't know how he did it. Like, he's he was probably numb. His ankle was probably numb. Like, he was probably taking shots in the ankle to numb his ankle, and, like, it was taped heavily. Like, it's yeah. it's uh, it's not fun to play through that kind of injury. But you can't numb it too much because you need – it's not like it, – it's because you – you need to have the feeling yeah. still because you, you can't just play with like a club foot. Like you need to know, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> you need to be able to move it, right? Like it's not like you can just kill yeah, it. Yeah. No, but, but you could numb it a little bit, I guess, to like ease a little bit of the pain. Yeah. Probably a couple, t- take a T3 or two, you know, get those going. Smoke a couple joints and you're good to go. Drink a couple yeah. beers. I drank another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Oh no. Five beers. Oh no. Six beers. Seven beers. Eight beers. Nine beers. And a bloody May. Um Kadri out for the playoffs. Broken thumb on uh hit from behind by Vander Kane in game uh game three, first minute of game three. Right five, after five right minute after boarding they major. Too. Yeah. Yeah, right after Edmonton scores, five minute boarding major. Uh, didn't get a game misconduct, just got the five minutes for boarding. 
Uh, Kadri left in return. Everyone's speculating hand, and then I think they said he had thumb surgery and he's going to be out for the playoffs. So too bad for Kadri. He's going to be a unrestricted free agent this summer, and uh, I think he'll probably be pretty pretty highly sought after. Especially he was having a pretty good uh, pretty good run. I don't think Colorado has a lot of money to be able to to afford to re-sign him this year. To be honest with you, because I think McKinnon's up at as well. I don't. I think McKinnon has another year, but they they need to obviously they'll probably try to re-sign him this summer, and they need to a lot money down the line to sign him. I think Kale's uh, new contract comes in next year, if I'm not mistaken. They don't have a well. They have one draft pick in the third round. That's it. Yeah, McKinnon. Is under contract for the 22-23 season. Rantanen's under contract. Landis Cog's under contract. Comper's under contract. And that's it. That's it that's under contract? Like, on their offense, Logan O'Connor and Alex Newhook as well. And then two, four, six, eight forwards are all either RFA or UFA. Yeah, they got a lot of older guys, though, like Helm and Cogliano. Yeah. And then they're... D is all locked up, so except for what, Josh Manson. Yeah, so they got EJ, McCarr. Kale McCarr, Gerard, Taves, Bowen Byram. But he becomes a UFA, or an RFA, sorry, at the end of next year. So they'll need money to re-sign him. How crazy is that fucking Taves? Taves is playing top line with fucking Kale McCarr. Looks like an absolute fucking shutdown rock star. I think they got him for a fucking second yeah. round pick from the Islanders last offseason. Like what what the fuck was uh what was Sweet Lou thinking on that one? Like that was such a boner head deal. Like I wish I could find that. I saw some fucking crazy stat about those two guys being in the lineup together in the last two years or something like that. See if I can find it. It's, it's no wonder Barry Trotz got fucking fired because they traded their best defenseman away for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Tried to replace it's him not with like it was his fault. <laughs> so Darnell Nurse had a torn hip flexor. Yep. Okay. That was his injury. There's some fucking crazy stat about them. Taze and McCarr being in the lineup together and they're like 68 and something. Crazy. Did, uh, did you guys see that clip I sent you? Um, but the abs after the game and they're all like, do we touch the trophy? Like, what, what should we do? Should we touch it? Like, don't, yep. don't, I'm, yeah, not touching they, it. I'm not touching it. I'm touching it. I don't care. Well, I don't give a crap. I'll touch it. And then it was like, what is, <laughs> who's, oh, Joe's, Joe's coming down the tunnel. What is Joe? What is Joe sacking? <laughs> and then Joe's like, do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Like touch the trophy you want. And then there's like a picture of Joe touching the trophy. The one, uh, the one year they won it. Yeah, he's like, to- touch the damn thing. Yeah, he <laughs> told him to touch the it. Thing. Go ahead and touch the damn thing. Yeah, Joe's a beauty. Built a pretty good team there. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting final. There's going to be two really good teams going head-to-head. It's going to be, I, I think, goaltending in the East versus, you know, the running gun. Francois played pretty well, actually. Um, you think yeah, he yeah. starts? You think Since he's he going to start in. game one of the finals? I don't think yeah. he starts game one. Kemper was on the bench last if, night. Yeah, and so if he's ready to go, like I think, I think you start Kemper. Yeah, but don't you ride the goalie like the hottest yeah, goalie would, right now? I'd ride Francois, and then you go to Kemper game two. Yeah, we had this discussion one. last year, and you guys all disagreed with me when I said ride the hot hand. I don't think I disagreed. Who was the hot hand last year, though? I forget who we we're discussing it between, but you were like, "No, nope, you go back to your starter." I remember you saying that. 
I remember this discussion. I can't remember who it was between, and now it's pissing me off. I think it was fucking Vasilevsky was hurt, and it was uh, what's his name? No, it wasn't. There was no way I would say Vasilevsky to ride the backup. No, it would have been uh, Vegas. It was Vegas, I think. No, because uh, they were uh, Flurry and Leonard. Leonard. I don't think that's even a controversy. Like you know, if the you ride the hot, that, I think that is a ride the hot hand team. That it was. It was not a platoon goalie team. It was a definite number one goalie and a definite backup. Francois is not a definite number one goalie. I don't know that Kemper is definitely a number one goalie either, though. Like Kemper is like a one a one B. He's a platoon a platoon guy. But he's played really well this I year. Say that he'll probably be a Leaf next year, and I'll be like, oh, he's a number <laughs> one. <laughs> Best goalie in the world. <laughs> yeah, unless it was yeah, maybe like, it's the Islanders. Was it was it Sorokin? Yes, it was in Varlamov. It was. Uh, no, it might have been during the season, not the playoffs. Or was it the playoffs? It was this playoffs. I remember you guys giving me fucking grief when I said you ride the hot hand. I don't think it was me giving you grief. Kuda was just Kuda was in too much of a positive headspace last playoffs with the Canadians actually being successful for once. You know, he he, <laughs> he didn't didn't have a negative thought in his body. <laughs> oh, is that it? <laughs> Who knows. Anyways, I think if you if Kemper's back, you go back to Kemper. I think I think he would have played he would have played last night if the Oilers won game three, but they were up three nothing. And if they lose game four, they're going back home for game five. And I think that's it's just like uh it was almost like the Sidney Crosby situation. I think they let Crosby sit or he might have been hurt, I don't know, but if they let him sit a little a game too long and that's how the Rangers put them out, like you know what I mean? Like they were up three one. He got hurt. He missed game six, game five and six, and uh kind of cost them the series, I think. Yeah, maybe. What else we got going on here? Um what's the score Tampa Bay's playing right now? They're Trying up to two talk. nothing. Up two nothing, trying to tie the series at two. Go back to New York. Rangers won two at home. Tampa's won first one at home, trying to win two. Pretty sure the Rangers have only won one. Oh no, they've won two road playoff games the whole playoff so far. Game six in Pittsburgh and Game seven in Carolina. That was the only two road games they've won. This series, they don't even need to win a road game, really. The Rangers, you mean? Yeah, because they got home ice advantage, right? So true. As long as they take take care of business at home, they could uh, get to the playoffs or get to the finals playoffs. How much time is left in that game? Uh, 17 minutes. So their period just started. Yeah. Kudo, just how do you feel about all the uh, Montreal Canadian news this week? I'm happy about it. <laughs> I don't know fully know what you said there. It like, seemed like he drifted off. I Yeah, he, maybe, he cut maybe out you on just me too. Weren't, maybe you just weren't listening well enough. That could Not have been listening. it too. Kev, it's because you didn't say it in French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need the French version along with the English version. Just like when they ever post anything on Twitter, it's always French and English. Oh, it, we, you froze. Look, uh, we're having some technical issues here. His, even his camera's going from like light to dark. I don't know what the fuck's going on with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what the fuck's going on with you. 
Uh, I've been here the whole time. I've been asking you guys pointed questions. You're just fucking giving me the runaround here. You don't want to talk about fucking Martin <laughs> St. Louis, three-year deal, how they're going to be paying another head coach after they fire him, you know, 20 games into next season. They're not going to fire him 20 games in the next season. Okay, sorry, 25 games in the next season. They're not going to fire him next season. They're going to be 0-25, and, and they're going to be like, okay, we need to get rid of this guy. They no, like, they're not going to get what fired. What if they start like 7-20, and 20, Kudo? Then they're 7-20, and 20, so what? Is it a rebuild that they're doing right now anyways? So like... But but you were talking about last week, you were talking to them about them going out and getting Patrice Bergeron, and now you're talking about a rebuild? Like, I want him on my team. <laughs> but the rumors are that he might be going after Latang. <laughs> So are they in a rebuild or are they in a what are they fucking in? Fucking rebuilds now are like fucking two to three years. Okay, fuck. Look at the Rangers. They're on a rebuild and they're in the fucking like the Rangers were Eastern not Final. in a fucking rebuild. The Rangers were in a fucking yes, stupid ownership mode. No, 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 no. Don't they get were in a rebuild. Twisted. Yeah, they said we're gonna have some heartache. We're in a rebuild. I mean, look at that. Like two years later, they're in the fucking East Final. Yeah, they started rebuilding like four years ago. They should never have fired no, their wasn't. fucking management last season. Their management turned this fucking franchise around, and then they get fucking booted. Now one of them's working for that fucking shitbag Montreal organization. Oh, you're so and, angry. And they're on the verge of going to the fucking Stanley Cup. Did Why you say so he's hangry or angry? Hangry, angry. Uh, maybe he needs <laughs> to eat something. I don't know. <laughs> Throw him a Snickers. <laughs> you're not yourself, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> but in the same sense, I don't think the Rangers were ever in a rebuild. Yes, they did because they sent out a letter to their fans saying they're pretty much like rebuild. I, I, they they were when they bottomed out there, yes. But then they, they bottomed out for Lafreniere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like three years ago, I don't there even think three years a rebuild. Three years. Yeah, I don't okay. even think. But look at their team. They didn't. They like they bottomed were, they out to get him with because prospects before they even without even without Lafreniere. Yeah. And Kako. They haven't done fuck all, really. No. Their team's a bunch of, like, these guys have been there. Like, Zabinijad and Kreider and fucking, they got a goalie. That helps. Like, Montreal's going to ride the hot hand of fucking Jake Allen and Caden Primo or whatever his name is. Do you know his name? Don't lie. You just said is it. <laughs> is it Caden Primo? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if it was Caden. I honestly didn't know if his first name was Caden. I thought it was, but I wasn't sure. Pretty and sure. Fucking, <laughs> and they got that fucking Montembeau guy. He's a stellar NHL goalie too. Yeah, backup. Stellar yeah. backup. <laughs> yeah, Jake Allen. He's leading you guys to the promised land. <laughs> fucking right. <laughs> Hoping Carey Price comes back, but his uh his career is under question right now. I guess. Well. Let's put it this way, Kudo. If you guys are in a rebuild, Carey Price is not playing for the Montreal Canadiens. I don't because know. He, but he, he wanted to be like, a hab. But think about this. Carey Price playing for the Montreal Canadiens could fuck up your rebuild. Or help it. No, he would fuck it up because he would. when you're in a rebuild, you want those high draft picks. And him playing goalie for you guys, he has, on any given night, he has an opportunity to steal a game. And him stealing, say, five games fuck, could fuck you for where you're picking in the draft. Not, not to mention Agree the $15 million dollars that you're paying uh, Carey Price and Jake Allen really going to affect your ability to sign Patrice Bergeron and uh, Chris Letang. 
and some other guy that's probably been represented by and, Kent Hughes as and well. And trade for uh, David Pasternak. I never said anything about pasta. Yeah, but well. you're probably going to get Brad Marsh on too, right? Might as well just take the whole first line. <laughs> hey, why not? If you can, do it. <laughs> and who else did he? Oh, he had. He was in New York, New York, so you might as well get Zabinijad and Kreider too. Oh yeah, so He's that got, way we don't have Kreider riding our goalie anymore. Yeah. See, like that. And Jacob True. Oh, he was. I don't think he was there. Well, Truba. Oh yeah, he was. Truba, you could take Truba too. You guys are just going to be Kent Hughes's old team. Put We're just going to be one. a fantasy team. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. Jeff Gordon and Kent Hughes just combining forces on uh, on the recruiting market yep. there. Yeah, I don't know. Something will get vetoed though for sure. Yeah. Reason the reason for my uh, my Pasternak comment though, uh, Kudo, is the Habs fired uh, Bruce Cassidy, who has made the playoffs every year. He's been the head coach of the. Uh, you mean you Bruins. mean the Bruins? Yeah. What did I say? You said the Habs fired Bruce Cassidy. Oh. <laughs> Well, they they're gonna hire him and then fire him. He's he's the next coach after uh, after they get rid of okay. uh, Marty St. Louis. I like it. I like your thinking here. Does he speak French? Um, I don't think so. We got Vincent Lecavalier to do that. They don't need him to speak French. Oh, okay. And Marie Marie Philippe Poulin as well. She can come up and do the press conferences. That's great. She's a player player development um, management uh, part timer. Well, she still has to be scoring she scoring uh, Olympic winning goals. You know. Yeah. She's just gonna try to teach these guys how to shoot the puck. So that that might that might hurt your rebuild too. Suzuki it's not gonna hurt if it. they start winning games. And like you want your team to win games too. How many? We don't, don't want them to win too many. We'll just make win. it a really quick fucking rebuild. We'll just rebuild on Shane Wright and and uh, Jacob uh, Mayu. Yeah, sure. And Ken Hughes' son. <laughs> Did you hear about the the, the combine interview that? Uh, they're interviewing Hughes' son, and and he tried to excuse himself, and they told him to sit down. <laughs> he had to be part of it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't hear about that. I heard somebody uh, has ranked the the other guy ahead of Shane Wright. The Czech um, guy. What the, the fuck? Slovak. The Czech guy. Yeah. Who ranked them ahead? Some hockey reporter guy. Yeah, I don't care. Bob McKenzie is the number one guy. Maybe you bring in. Uh... Uh, David Krejci to play with uh, play with your new Czech number one pick. Krejci's even in the NHL anymore? I thought he left. Right. Yeah, he's played in, in Czech with this kid. He's playing in the Czech league. Yeah. So why do we want David Krejci back? When you draft a Czech guy. Sure, we'll just take all but, the ex-Bruins players. Yeah, this circles back around to my uh, my Pasternak thing. So Cassidy got fired, and uh, Pasternak's only got a, a year left on his deal. And there's a lot of speculation that he's gonna he's gonna leave. Leave. So so the Bruins, you know, it's possible the Bruins could be shopping him this summer uh, because it doesn't Ooh. sound like he's gonna. Oh yeah, here we go, Kudo. Yes. Doesn't sound you like he's that, gonna Curly? resign. Pasta's coming to the Habs. Apparently his uh, his best friends were uh, Krejci and Tori Krug, and uh, Don Sweeney told both those guys basically to fuck off. Like Krejci even would have signed for less term or less money, and they he was to- toying with the idea of moving back to Czech Republic or signing with the Bruins, and Bruins didn't offer him. So apparently, Pasta's uh, a little bit bitter with management, and then I think Cassidy being fired is you know I think Cassidy was a bit of a players' coach, and I think that you know the morale of the team is not going to be in, the, in a good place in Boston. It seems like they're headed towards a, uh, a rebuild. So 
It's not yeah, good for Costa, the Bruins. Costa could be out there. That's it's good news for the Habs though. It's one less playoff team in front of them. Yep. Yeah. Now they just got a. Although when the Sabers get Jack Campbell, they're going to be a wagon. So. Uh... So look out for Buffalo. Not you. You said it. Yeah, we just just agreeing with you. Not. What else we got for hockey? Uh, Biz nasty. Uh, Gretzky apparently delivered a pregame speech to the Edmonton Oil King, and then he asked uh, Biz to come in and read the uh, the starting lineup, and gave an electric performance in front of the uh, in front of the the boys there in Edmonton. Uh, Gretzky told him after that he should get a lifetime contract from uh, from TNT because he's so electric. Um, and he was doing this <laughs> Man, all dude. with his uh, stupid haircut. <laughs> Fucking hilarious haircut. Did you did you watch that video of him doing the, the player intros? Yeah. It was hilarious. He's like, oh, I get a beat here. <laughs> he was all he's over. Like, like break dancing around the dresser. <laughs> like, well, not really break yeah. dancing, but like dancing around the dresser. Dancing around, he's smacking. He, he was the starting goalie. He's smacking him in the chest. It was awesome. <laughs> He got like right in his face too. Yeah, like full on. Just here you go. Like screaming at him. Like yeah, one of the guys was like Arizona Coyotes prospect, so he was loving that. Yeah, yeah. He hopped. He uh, hyped that guy large, knowing he's like yeah. Arizona prospect. <laughs> and he was calling them all by their nicknames and everything too. It wasn't just like he had, he did some studying, you know. The no, they card. give him the list to say. They tell him what to say. Well, I know Kudo. Like fuck. You're such a mark. <laughs> uh, any other hockey? Not really. No, Tampa Bay's up 3 nothing in the third of game you four. Know, the, there was lots of talk of Kale McCarr winning the Hart Trophy in the next couple of years. They've been saying that he's been that dominant that uh, they see him being like the next defenseman to win the Hart. So that'll be interesting. Did you hear them comparing him to uh, Bobby Orr, the way he skates and everything? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah, guys, unreal. Yeah. All right. Other quick, that, uh, no. Let's get into some quick baseball notes here. Angels and Phillies both fired their managers. Uh, Joe Girardi fired by the Phillies. Joe Madden fired today by the Angels. Uh, Angels are now three games under five hundred and have lost twelve games in a row. Yep. I think it started wow. by getting swept by the Blue Jays. <laughs> then they haven't been able to get a win since. Speaking of Blue Jays, how's the uh, Blue Jays model looking, Kev? Oh, looking good. They're up 5 nothing right now. After today's win, we're going to be up four units. Oh, there you go. Yeah, maybe just over four units. Probably, uh, probably four and a half, four and a quarter. Not bad. Like we're making money. Positive strides. I heard that they're like first in all offensive categories since like May 24th or something like that, 24th or 27th. Yeah, probably by the time they went on that run, they went eight in a row. Yeah. Yeah, not a great weekend against Tampa or against the Twins, but uh you know, as long as they're as long as they're winning more than they're losing, I'm I'm happy. So apparently they were on a 95 win pace. Yankees are on 117 win pace. But the Jays have played like the second hardest strength of schedule to this point. This is like maybe pro- maybe like last week I saw it, and the Yankees had played like the twentieth or twenty first or something like that. So schedule is going to get harder for the Yanks. It's easier for the Jays. 
hopefully uh, make up some ground Haven't there. Haven't the Jays played the Yankees like nine times already this year or something stupid like that? Yeah, nine or ten times, I think. I see this. the the Reds are starting to win a few games, too, here and there. Yeah. Yeah, they're coming around. They're getting some good pitching right now. It's starting to get some offense as well. Hunter Green struck out like another eight yesterday. So they were up like nine nothing or something like that earlier today. Yeah, I think it's nine seven now. Nine five. Yeah. The the biggest thing though in baseball right now is the fucking ump show. Like it's just getting like ridiculous. This these umpires are just I like I I haven't necessarily been an advocate for robot umpires, but like the sooner the better. Like these guys are blowing strike calls all over the place and then fucking puffing their chest out and you know being the tough guy when uh, you know when they're getting called out for it. It's it's pretty funny. But you see, you know, guys get tossed for nothing. Like the Jays had a had a pitcher get tossed um, a couple weeks ago for they didn't even warn the benches. He just lost one, hit hit a guy, got tossed. It was clearly not a a situation where he was throwing at anyone. He threw him. Hector Neris got one last night because he threw behind a guy, and then the next inning he threw one. And it went over a guy's head. Like, you know, I get it. The umps warned and it went over the guy's head. He wasn't intentional. Like, clearly not intentional, but, you know, they tossed him. You know, lots of, like, the Madison Baumgartner stuff where they're, you know, just checking the hands. Like, he's staring them down. Like, it's, uh, you know, it's becoming comical at this point. Like, these are the umps are there for, you know, trying to steal the show, it seems. Yeah, like, I haven't watched much baseball, I'll be honest. But isn't like don't they have to check the guy's hands and the guy's gloves? Yeah, and yeah but there's a everything? difference between checking the guy's hand and having playing with the guy's hand and staring directly in his eyes, waiting for the guy to look at him. And uh, yeah, like like that actually that, oh, I see that happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Like I said, I don't watch. I haven't watched much baseball. You just have to fucking follow uh, and follow follow some baseball people on your. Twitter or Instagram, and, uh, and it'll all show up for you. You don't have to watch much oh, okay. baseball. You just have to follow your social media stream, and you'll see it all. Yeah, and you'll see all the fucking shit. Yeah, I, I avoid that stuff. It's a quick scroll for me. Yeah, that's my uh, my rant for baseball right now. That's your fucking the ump baseball show. rant. That's all you got. Yeah, not a good rant. I didn't say it was gonna be a good one, but the umps are just well, it was a rant too much, the right? like, they, they, They're just. They they are literally trying to steal the show. Like I don't Somebody's know, they're trying to steal the show every once in a while. Job insecurity or what? But they're just you know, trying to suck the try the internet it. sensations. <laughs> the one thing I do love, I love that Twitter account that um, does the report cards for the umpires. Gives you know puts it out in the in the world to hold them accountable. Like when they have a shitty strike zone and tells you their their accuracy on like called strikes, called balls. Um, you know what their overall rating was, and you know they put them out for good, good and bad. I think they put it out for probably every performance. Like, but like you know, there's good umpires, there's bad umpires, there's good days, there's bad days. But you know they got to be accountable for them. And the, the bad days just seem to be out fucking numbering the uh, the good ones. Uh, the Jays had fucking Angel Hernandez behind the dish the other night, and he was trending before the game started. And I'm like, what? This can't be good. <laughs> I don't think he was terrible that day, but you know, he's he's one of those guys that wants to steal the show. 
wants to be the worst umpire in the league and then uh, claim discrimination when he doesn't get to work the playoffs. <laughs> oh, Angel. Real, real news in the world right now, golf. The gentleman's game might no longer be a gentleman's game. game where you game. can have a beer. A couple cigs. A couple <laughs> cigs, maybe a Diet Coke. A bunch of Diet Cokes. And some you skills. Could, <laughs> you could walk, you could ride. Or no, it was M and M's. It was peanut M and M's. Yeah, there you go. The game that was long perceived to be that for the the entitled, the upper class. You know, come for money. You can you access to the country club. Uh, you can be a professional golfer. Now these yeah. these these guys, you know, have it so rough. You know, they're not even born with silver spoons in their mouth anymore. You know they gotta <laughs> work for, work gotta for work their for it. work for their gold. You know, and they've had enough. You know they're they're now taking their talents to South Beach and going to get paid. It's honestly hilarious. I think was it more than going to the desert? <laughs> eh, potato, potato. I think there's they're playing like five tournaments in North America. I'm sure there's a. It's got to be one in South I, they're Beach. playing like a bunch in the states. I know the tour championship or whatever is at like a Trump National Golf Course or something like the Trump Golf Course. Of course, of course it's Trump Golf Course for fuck's <laughs> yeah. sakes. Uh, but yeah, there's a, just, so a bunch of bunch of the uh, PGA players are jumping to the Live Tour. Um, notably, Dustin Johnson, world number. I think he's 15 in the world right now. Well, well he's former been number one. Shit, the last. Yeah, he's been pretty shit the last couple of years. Yeah, he's getting he's older really, too. Like, since he's, he won like, he's, the, like, he's almost forty years old. Yeah, once it's he won 40. that, since he's won that Masters, he doesn't give a been, shit. He doesn't care. He's been bad. Yeah, he's got enough money, and he's got Polina Gretzky, so he's happy as fuck. Yeah, he's so he's yeah. joining. He's getting a guaranteed like hundred and fifty million for joining, one hundred twenty-five million something like that. Plus, yeah, plus tournament winnings. Yeah. I just don't, I don't know. I, I find it hard. Like they're offering all these people, all this kinds of money. Like there's rumors. They offered like Tiger Woods close to a billion dollars to come join this tour. Yeah. I heard and high, like, high nine figures is what they is yeah. what I heard for Tiger. So not quite a billion, but it's probably like over 750 million. I would say somewhere in that. Yeah. But like, to me, it's like, when is this money going to run out? Like, like what, what, I don't How think are they the, keep the money's money not going to run in. out anytime soon, unless unless the Saudi uh, the Saudi kings have to start paying reparations or something. That's the only way that it's. I gonna, guess yeah, it's going to run out. But uh, it's like, you know, how are they? How long are you willing to, you know, turn a blind eye to where the money's coming from? I guess is probably the yeah that the more that might be a thing question. too. Yeah. But it, like, it seems like it's it's so, all it's a lot of like the senior guys on the tour, so older guys, but big names like Matt, like uh, guys that have won, guys that have won quite a bit on tour in their heyday, probably aren't winning much anymore, and they're going and getting you know huge paydays from this uh, this new tour. Yeah. So joining here's here's the list of guys that are 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 joining or the the notable names anyway. So Kevin Na, I think he's in the top fifty right now in the world. Taylor Gooch. Oh, he's quiet. I can't hear what you're saying. Oh, we lost Hosk. 
His audio's not working. Oh, big gulps, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Sorry, sports fans. Hosk had some technical difficulties with his audio. So let's just move on to the grill. Joe, you got anything for us? Oh, I'll, I can throw two at you here. Let's throw two quick ones at you. Grill it up. It's the grill. It's the grill. Ross Stripling will start more games for the Blue Jays the rest of the season than Hunjin Ryu. No comment because I don't know what's going on. <laughs> oh, there you go. And Kale McCarr should be ranked ahead of Nathan McKinnon in the uh, when they do their rankings to start the season of the best players. Yes. Mm, I think McCarr could take over. The way he's been playing. All right, that's all I got. All right, everything else? All right, well, I'd like to thank everyone for joining us for our 101 episode. Really appreciate all the support. Please give us a follow on Instagram at Into Sports and Stuff. And follow us on Twitter at Into Sports Stuff and watch for our episode cancellation announcements. Feel free to email us at Into Sports and Stuff at gmail.com and send us your personal picks of the week and let us know any topics you want us to talk about on the show check out t public and meundies in the show notes and don't forget to rate comment and subscribe on your podcast player of choice we'll see you next week and we'll get into sports and stuff hey captain clutch go ahead and hit the music Bye. Bye.